This next round podcast is presented by Roback Activewear. From performance polos to the performance hoodies and the performance Q-Zips, Roback is the best fit and the best fill. Use code TNR20 at Roback.com for 20% off your first order. That's R-H-O-B-A-C-K.com. 20% off all polos, hoodies, and Q-Zips with the code TNR20. And make sure to check out the Roback print polos. They have you feeling good all year round. Hello, everybody. Welcome in to Next Round Preps. John Lunsford, Jerry Young here. And Jerry, we are heading now into week three. But first, before we get there, we started region play last week. We did, and I'm glad you brought that up to start with because, you know, there's two or three games right here in the first round of region, second round of region play that's going to have consequences at the end of October. There are, there are, and we get to seven day. There's a couple, especially yeah. uh, that I want to focus on when it comes to the playoff race. And yeah, it's only you know we're only three weeks into the season now, but you know I start thinking of that bracketology even at this point, thinking, okay, well where could this team slot? Where could this team slot? They've only played one region game. Region games are the only thing that counts for the playoffs, unless you get into a crazy tiebreaker, in which case you can't go to non-region games. But uh, yeah, this is when things kind of you know get a little busy here and you, the games all start counting for a lot more than the first couple of weeks did but moving in to last week uh one game uh you know we look at look like to focus on the bigger schools a little bit here but one game in the smaller classifications i had my on that my eye on that was bayside academy at saint michael two uh great quarterbacks here from the state of alabama and barrett trotter and philip rivers and barrett trotter coming out on top 27 21 are you shocked that He's able to get a win from Bayside. I mean, Bayside, not a terrible football program before or anything, but are you shocked that uh, Phillip Rivers fell on this one? No, not really. And I don't know why I'm not. I guess, you know, I've known Barrett since he was uh, 12, 11, 10, 11, 12 years old, and he's had his feet under my table many times, and, you know, his parents and I are friends. So I know what this guy coming up was like in high school and college and then now coaching and being his own first-year head coach. He had some talent when he got there, and that's always the key. You know, if there's somebody there to work with, then you got to have the right person to motivate. But I won't say that I was shocked. I'm a little bit surprised they're 3-0, and but not surprised at Barrett's success. Yeah, great coach comes in, changes that workout regimen, uh, changes the playbook, gets the best out of his players. you got a good football team. So good job by Bayside Academy getting that close win over St. Michael last week. Uh, moving up into Class 5A, Pleasant Grove and Winona. Um, I had this one as a lot bigger spread going into the game based on uh, stats and everything from the first couple of weeks. But Pleasant Grove, they get the win 35-21 over Winona. And uh, Winona trying to make a little bit of a playoff run. Ramsey, Pleasant Grove, the top teams from that region. Uh, there in Class 5A. Moody all over Alexandria in this one. Um, Yeah, 42-7. The Blue Devils get the win. They are off to a great start, already beating Rush Pro from Pell City. Um, And then they're going to uh, beat Alexandria here. And I think they beat Scylla Kaga in Week 2, or in Week 1, the second week of the season. Um, But, yeah, Moody and Leeds, that's kind of a matchup we're waiting for uh, later on in the season there. Ramsey, I mentioned Ramsey with Pleasant Grove and Winona. They beat Jasper 65-6. to How about uh, Ramsey? Boy, Ramsey has some uh, legit talent there and uh, looking to win another region title potentially there. Over Pleasant Grove, Leeds beat Springville 23-7. to um, I mentioned Leeds and Moody getting ready to face off later in the season. John Carroll, 45-28 winners over Fairfield. How about John Carroll? Still unbeaten. 
Amazing, isn't it? it I mean, is. I thought that it was kind of a fluke when they beat Homewood because I figured Homewood was better than they obviously are this year. No, no, you know, slap there, but. No, John Carroll's for real. They are. John Carroll sitting at 3-0 and after that win. Homewood at 0-3 after falling to Helena, uh, 31-17. I was getting updates from my dad at that game since I went to Homewood. He was there uh, checking them out and uh, trying to do some construction on the stadium. So the stadium's kind of uh, not fully set right now, but I uh, was texting me updates. And I think Homewood got up 10 to nothing in that one. And I said, oh, Homewood's turned it around. But Helena ended up rattling off a bunch of points there winning that one over Homewood. But, yeah, uh, the John Carroll win, that kind of definitely set the tone for their season, being able to upset Homewood. Wood from just down the street. Uh, Gulf Shores, 31-16 winners over Faith Academy down in uh, 5A, down in uh, the Mobile region. Gulf Shores still unbeaten. Any shock there? No, I don't think so. Faith Academy's always going to have a good football team, but Gulf Shores, we knew when they hired all this coaching staff, they went all in on football. This team's going to be successful down on the Gulf Coast. Can't wait till Gulf Shores and UMS Wright meet. Should right. be a good one there. And Faith Academy, UMS Wright as well. All vying for playoff position down there. St. Paul's uh, team you usually talk about down there as well. Used to be 5A. They've moved up in competitive balance to 6A in this latest reclassification. They went to Saraland and lost 47-3. to And I've kind of hinted at that so far, and I kind of stay with it. Saraland is, I think, maybe the best team in the state. Period. They have, really? I mean, they have really? Mr. Football, reigning Mr. Football uh, coming in, who still has a year left after this. KJ Lacey at quarterback has been really, really good. I mean, they beat Lipscomb Academy in week one. All those teams out in region one, I mean, they're in for, they're in for a bruising this year with Sarah. Yeah, and, and, you know, um, St. Paul's, uh, you know, really and truly should have put a better showing on than three points. Yeah. That tells me just how strong that Sarah Lynn defense is as well. It is. Only putting up three in that one, but 47 for Sarah Lynn in that one, looking to win a region title and another state title as, as they won last year over Mountain Brook. Uh, Oxford, they beat Shades Valley 42-13. to 13. Shades Valley still trying to find their footing. That's a tough region with uh, Clay Chalville, who beat Pell City 46-7. to 7. Oxford, Pinson Valley is in that region. Um, Centerpoint is in that region. So Shades Valley trying to get wins where they can, but not able to get it over Oxford as they win. Uh, the Yellow Jackets win 42-13. Clay Chalville beat Pell City right Probe still looking for his first win. Um, hey, welcome back to Alabama. Here's Clay Chaltville, who's arguably a top five team, uh, regardless of classification in the state. I think that argument can be made. We'll see uh, them when they come to Thompson here in a couple of weeks, a game on ESPN. But welcome to welcome to Alabama. Clay Chaltville wins 46-7 to over Pell City. Uh, Gardendale. Gardendale's an interesting team this year. And Mortimer Jordan are an interesting team. Right. 58-21, Mortimer Jordan wins this one. A blowout win at home for Mortimer Jordan. Are you shocked that I mean Mortimer Jordan beat Leeds? I mean they're three and right now, just destroy Gardendale. Gardendale's zero and three right now. A little surprising on both of those fronts. If you'd have told me that score and asked me to pick a winner, I'd have gone the other way. Oh, definitely. Me too. Yeah, so you know, let's give give some credit there as they are uh Mortimer Jordan is a good football team this year. And of course, you know, kind of uh, close to each other that uh, Kimberly area right north of Gardendale that um, you know a lot of kids moving up into Kimberly I know that that area is growing so um, congrats to Morgan Jordan doing a great job so far this season at 3-0 and and you know maybe can make a little bit of a run here in the playoffs who knows um, Battle of Madison as we moved to, uh, to 7A James Clements 40-13 to over Bob Jones Bob Jones uh, my old coach, the head coach of Bob Jones right now, but uh, just not working out for uh, the Patriots. James Clemens, they get first big win Jets up in Madison. For real. Yeah. yeah, and and that you know we mentioned this last week, but that game's so big in the Huntsville area up there, Madison area. 
uh, play it in municipal stadium, fireworks after the game and all that. I mean, it's just a uh, – that's a real good rivalry. So I am shocked that that score was so far apart. Yeah, uh, so we'll see if James Clemens maybe try to win the region title. Austin struggled a little bit this year. That's who won it last year. But, uh, yeah, the Jets, always a, comp- a contender up there in Region 4 for the region title. Uh, down in Region 1, though, I guess it's an upset with Mary Montgomery uh, over Foley 28-7. When I plug everything into my uh, formula, I had it as a pick between the two, very even uh, overall. But Mary Montgomery, a 21-point win over Foley. You shocked? Uh, yeah, I really am on that one. But, you know, that's their third win, so they're 3-0. and yeah. And I look back on one of the games, I had to look this up because I couldn't remember Williamson, but Williamson was 41-2. to So – Basically, the defense didn't give up a touchdown. Charles Henderson, they only gave up seven. And last week, they only gave up seven. So, obviously, the strength of this Mary Montgomery team is their defense. Yeah, really, really strong defense because Foley, they put up 40-plus on Prattville. Um, not that Prattville is the best team out of Region 2 or anything, but still, it's Prattville. It's a name program down there. So, uh, big win there for Mary Montgomery over Foley. Moving up into Region 2, Auburn. They lost to Enterprise by a point. The week before, last week, they win by a point over Dothan. Uh, some uh, heart attack games there for Auburn, but they do get the win over Dothan. But this coming after a beatdown of Hoover right. in the first week, coming up and beating Hoover so bad, and then you struggle, you lose to um, Enterprise, and then you barely beat Dothan. Uh, and then Central Finney City destroys Enterprise last week. I mean, right. that makes me think it's Central's to lose, definitely. But where does Auburn ultimately fit in this? Well, you know, I picked Dothan to win. So I wasn't off but a point no. and a half. So, no. you know, I thought – and that – I tell you what that does. It tells you how strong Dothan and Enterprise are. All of a sudden, that part of the region has become a factor in Region 2. I'm glad to see it happening. It's going to be better games. I'm glad that um, – you know, for Keith Etheridge, that Auburn came out on top, but that was, uh, boy, that was had to be one of the best ball games in the state. And Central, they get Opelika next week. We'll talk about that in a second. But you think of the playoff teams: Central, Auburn, Dothan, Enterprise. The next two are Opelika, Prattville, who, you know, year in year out, are typically uh, you know fighting for a playoff spot. So right. that's a tough region down there in Seven A Region Two. In Seven A Region Three, Hugh Trustful all over Oak Mountain, kind of riding the ship after losing the Central. Pretty bad, struggling against Gatson City. They beat Oak Mountain pretty good, 42-7. Hoover and Spain Park, a close one. Uh, I thought Hoover might would win by a little more, but hey, Spain Park, they've built up a good program there under Tim Bacacus, and 28-20, the Bucks barely squeak it out. And now Spain Park, they get to host Thompson, who won 21-3. We saw that one against Vestavia. Thompson won that one, but between those five teams, which kind of seem to be the five separating themselves, Thompson, Vestavia, Hoover, Spain Park, Hewitt, I'm not sure what the finish would be with those i mean you kind of lean thompson one right now but who's number two well uh, you know hoover is question mark yeah i know there are people that think that hoover's having a down year and they they could be right um i just think that that hoover is still the key to this region and uh you know looking at how they started is is rough at one and two but they did handle Spain Park by, what was it, eight or nine points. So, um, you know, the fact that that there's still so many unanswered questions. It's just it's, I'm having trouble finding the right words because it's a big question mark in my mind. It really is. I mean, it, it, it was an easy Thompson-Hoover top two. Now, who right. ends up winning that? Because Hoover's actually won the region title the last couple of years. Thompson then wins the state title, kind of an Alabama-Georgia in the SEC scenario. But – 
I don't know that Hoover's the number two team. I still kind of sort of lean in Vestavia's direction, even though they lost to Thompson by 18. It was a close game. It was 7-3 for a good chunk of it, and Thompson pulled away late. But is Spain Park there? They had a chance to beat Hoover. Is Hewitt Trustville, who finally got a big win to sort of region play? Are they the number two team? I kind of thought coming into the season they could be the number two team. But um, there's a lot of questions when it comes to 7A Region 3 to answer. And guess what? We're going to get a couple games this week to help uh, settle that. We'll get into what's coming up in week three, the second week of region play, uh, here in just a moment. But first, Jerry, tell us about one of our great new sponsors. Yeah, Shepherd Equipment and Disposal. Uh, if you need all kinds of services, they do anything from bush hogging. You know, there was a guy that wanted a trail, and I know these uh, off-road four-wheelers, side-by-sides are really popular nowadays, and he wanted a trail built. That's what they can do. They can go in there and level that and make you a trail. They can lay slag on a dirt road. I had another friend that's got, you know, potholes in his dirt road leading out to his barn. They can smooth that out, put the slag over it. They also, I mentioned bush hog, they do um, – also demolition like if you got an old shed or old deck on the back of your house you need torn down they can do that and but also one of the unique things about them is they have dumpsters and dumpster rentals now you can get on their program and they'll you know leave a dumpster there come by like every other dumpster company every week and dump it or they'll leave it in your driveway and let you do it if you got a special product to say you want a demolition or you're redoing your basement or your kitchen you want to get rid of that stuff they can leave that dumpster there so give them a call you can uh, anytime, or you can always visit them at shepherdequipment.com. Shepherd Equipment, they're a great new sponsor, and we appreciate them joining us. Thanks so much, Shepherd Equipment, for that. Also, when we get back, we'll give you our Milo's Player of the Week from this past week, a pretty good one this week. Uh, a lot of great performances from around the state. We just talked about all the games that did happen. Now we'll move ahead to week three and talk about a couple big matchups coming up this week right here on Next Round Preps. Have you or a loved one been diagnosed with mild cognitive impairment, which is brain changes that are starting to interfere with your life? Did you know researchers have proven that these brain changes can be slowed down or reversed in many people that routinely exercise their brain? At the Karen Thrive Foundation, we specialize in helping you understand the specific areas of the brain that have changed and develop a brain health plan, including cognitive exercises, adaptive approaches, and helpful technology to proactively stay ahead of your brain wellness. Visit www.karenthrive.org for more information. We've partnered with Who Is Coffee to create the Next Round Blend. Available in light, medium, and dark roast. 100% Arabica beans. Specialty coffee roasted on demand. Available in whole bean or ground for drip pods. Espresso and coarse ground for French press. Go to nextround.store to get a link to pre-order today. Everyone that pre-orders will be entered to win a prize pack with coffees, shirts, hats, and tumblers. Nextround.store for the next round blend. And welcome back in to Next Round Preps. John Lusk for Jerry Young here as we look ahead now to week three, what is officially week three. It's the fourth week of the season, second week of region play for most teams. But before we get into that, I want to give our Milo's player of the week, and I want to give it to Brandon Mush. Sorry if I mispronounced your name. From Westminster Christian, I uh, saw the stat line come by, just knew. Boy, that was a heck of a performance. 23 of 26 passing for 257 yards and four touchdowns. Also ran 17 times for 205 yards and four touchdowns and a 56-35 win for Westminster Christian over North Jackson. 400 
162 total yards. Incredible performance there for Westminster Christian and a big win over North Jackson as they started region play. So uh, congrats to Brandon for winning our Milo's Player of the Week uh, for last week. All right, moving on to this week, preview some of the big games. Uh, here, one Thursday game, we mentioned Warner Jordan, how good they've been. They're taking on Parker. Um, we'll throw that in there. They are uh, – all, both 3-0, and so that's a big matchup there for region play for those two. So, um, Mortimer Jordan going on the road, too. I feel like a couple of their big wins have come from home, so they'll come into Birmingham. Not a super long drive down I-65 necessarily to uh, get to Parker High School right there off the interstate, but uh, should be a good one there between uh, the Blue Devils and the Thundering Herd. Um, down south, team we talk about all the time, T.R. Miller. They are hosting Jackson. Uh, we mentioned Jackson last week as well, but uh, Jackson there traveling to T.R. Miller. Should be a pretty good game down South Alabama. Of course, they blew out, Jackson did, they blew out Orange Beach 50-2, uh, to two, so another two-point game. But the game that impressed me is, is they beat Demopolis. Yep. And if you know anything about that part of the state, Demopolis is always a player, and uh, the fact that they beat them, I, I just really, you know, really leaning toward Jackson in this T.R. Miller game. I just think that Jackson's got it put together this year. Yeah, beating them off is uh, no easy feat. They're one of those teams always plays really great in the regular season, makes a little bit of a playoff run as well. Uh, so we'll see what happens with Jackson and T.R. Miller. Bibb County, a team we've talked about a bunch too. They're 3-0. and They're traveling to Tuscaloosa to take on American Christian, who's at 2-1. and should be a good matchup there in Tuscaloosa in that region. Uh, going up Northwest Point, they are at Russellville. Russellville unbeaten on the season. Uh, Russellville a team I know very well from when I was in high school until we played every year in the state championship. Um, but Russellville looking to try to win another region title up in North Alabama this year in 5A. Uh, Winona, talked about them falling in a close one to Pleasant Grove last week. They traveled to Carver. Birmingham was also undefeated at 2-0. Uh, Winona, that was their first loss of the season last week to Pleasant Grove. But a, a City of Birmingham matchup there in region play and UMS Wright we mentioned UMS Wright uh, so I was looking forward to them playing Gulf Shores here it is UMS Wright traveling to Gulf Shores yeah how do you how do you go against either one of these teams in a game like this so I, to me it's a coin toss game I think UMS Wright's going to be ready to play they are traveling to Gulf Shores so um, if you've never been to the uh, Gulf Shores sports complex there it's on right off of 59 as you're headed toward the beach as you go through Foley uh, a great complex a great um, venue to play football so it's going to be a good ball game UMS Wright's going to travel in there and try to do their best yeah never seen a football game down there but we did call uh, track down there one time right, right. Uh, yeah it's, it's literally right next to the beach so a little bit of a trip to the beach from UMS Wright to play Gulf Shore should be a good one there Pleasant Grove there at Ramsey could be basically be the uh, region title game here in that region uh, fully expect Ramsey and Pleasant Grove to continue to be at the top no matter who wins that one um, but uh yeah, Bonona competing there, a lot of other teams competing there, but uh, should be a good one there uh, for Ramsey and Pleasant Grove. Central Clay County at Elmore County threw this one in there. They're both unbeaten right now. Central Clay County got that big one over Ben Russell in that rivalry game a couple weeks ago, and uh, Elmore County off to a strong start as well. So uh, we'll see what happens with Central and Elmore County. Saraland at Spanish Fort. This game used to be a region title game back in the day. Now that Theodore's down in 6A Region 1, not quite, um, you know, not quite a, a – you know, region title game as much because Theodore and Saraland has kind of become the region title game, but um, should be a really good one between Saraland and Spanish Fort. Absolutely, but we, we know that, we, and you can tell from the way we talk, we think Saraland could be the best team in the state. They're going to roll again over uh, 
over them. I, I really believe that Spanish Fort's going to play them tough for a little while, but I believe the depth of Sarah Lynn is going to make a difference. Yeah, no doubt. Um, Clay Chalkville, they host Pinson Valley. Pinson sitting at 1-1 in the season. Clay, uh, you know, like I said, they're their uh, top five team, in my opinion, in the state. Uh, we'll see them take on Thompson later on, but this is a big rivalry game there uh, between Clay and Pinson, you know, just down the road from one another. And I, I like Clay in this one. I think Clay's going to roll into Thompson unbeaten. I do too, but you know, you can't ever tell about this game. I, I, you know, it always comes down. It's amazing. I remember a couple of years ago, was it, uh, Pinson Valley was having a really rough year, and you, we both sat here and said the same thing. Oh, no. But I want to tell you, there's something about these rivalry games – these kids knowing each other, I don't know what it is. That's going to be a great ball game. Yeah, it was right after uh, the Knicks family had left. Bo had graduated, right. Caleb had graduated. I think Patrick had already left, but it would end up being like a two point, like a fourteen to twelve game that uh, you know ended, ended up going out down between those two teams and Clay. On paper, you look at it and think, well, the Knicks aren't there anymore. Clay should have run over Pinson Valley, but. That's a rivalry game for you. That's what happens there. Pensanac Clay Chaltville this week in, in the rivalry game. Uh, Pelham, they travel to Briarwood. Briarwood struggled a little bit, beat, beat Chilton County uh, last week. But, uh, you know, Pelham traveling in there, trying to uh, play for position in that region with Homewood, Helena, Ben Russell, uh, and Chilton County. I mean, this is a region that's kind of all over the place because Homewood was really good last year. Helena didn't make the playoffs. Now Homewood hadn't won a game. Helena's looking like the strong team. Uh, Briarwood finally got a win. Pelham is looking good. They're always looking good. I really don't know what to expect from that region. But Briarwood, they, at least they got in the win column last week. Yeah, they got in the win column. But I'm going to tell you, Pelham is stronger this year than they have been in a long time. So watch out for Pelham. They're going to be they're going to be a force to be reckoned with throughout the year. Wouldn't totally shock me if uh, Helena and Pelham were one too in that region. The you right. know obviously Helena breaking off from Pelham a few years back, but uh, both really good programs there. Hueytown they traveled to Hillcrest, Tuscaloosa. Hillcrest uh, always a good team there in region six A region four. Hueytown struggling a little bit this year. They did lose to Clay with one of their losses, uh, um, but Hueytown they're one and two traveling to Hillcrest, Tuscaloosa out in region four. The most important thing there is Hueytown's only wins over Brookwood. Yeah, and Brookwood, of course, coming from that region as well. So, yeah, so and Brookwood's um, not very good this year. So, uh, that's uh, that tells you a little something. Hillcrest, on the other hand, three and zero. Oh yeah, Hillcrest always a really, really solid team in the state. Uh, Center Point, we mentioned them in that region with Clay Penson uh, and Pell City. Well, they are playing Pell City. They travel to Pell City. I want to say it's Pell City's first home game under Rush. Maybe maybe one of them was in there, but um, I don't know. Maybe Clay Chauvin went there last week, actually. I, anyway, yeah, uh, Pell, yeah. Pell City, uh, they're 0-3 right now, uh, 0-1 in region play, center point unbeaten. We know George Bates does a great job there. It's a tough region with Central and, and Pinson Valley and Oxford, but uh, Pell City, is this their first win, or they moved to 0-4? No, they moved to 0-4. George Bates going to have his team ready to play. There's a different atmosphere in center point. I, George is in his sixth, seventh year of coaching there after leaving minor. Um, no, he, he will roll and roll big. I, I look for center point to really have a good ball game. Yeah, me too. Um, we'll give a shout out to Muscle Shoals. Had a couple people send in pictures this week. Say, hey, you know, give some Muscle Shoals some love. Three and zero so far in the season. One and zero in region play. They're taking on Athens. They're hosting Athens, who's also three and zero. Should be a good matchup there. Trying to, uh, you know, set up for who's going to be the leader in that region. Muscle Shoals always competing for region titles up there. Um, so we'll see what happens with Athens at Muscle Shoals. Uh, moving into Class Seven A. 
Prattville, they're at Dothan. This is a very important matchup for Prattville because Dothan has looked really strong. Uh, we mentioned they had the one-point loss to Auburn, but it is a loss. So if Prattville can come in, make some waves here, um, you know, they're sitting at one and one on the season, Dothan two and one on the season. So uh, it's time for Prattville to kind of get in there and see what they can do um, against Dothan. However, Opelika, we saw Opelika in person the first week when they played Thompson. Um Strong at first in that game, kind of fell off. Thompson kind of pulled away late in that one to win 44-13. But they're 2-1. and one. That's the only losses to the number one team in the state. They travel to Central Phoenix City, who's looked really strong. Any chance Opelika could pull that upset? No. No. Just <laughs> move on. I'm telling you, Central's strong again this year. Central looking to uh, revenge last year and be 4-0 on the season. In 7A Region 3, Tuscaloosa County, 3-0 and again at this point. Tuscaloosa County is one of those we saw last year. It's like the record's pretty good, but on the field we saw it, they weren't quite there yet. They're 3-0 now, going to Hewitt-Trustville, who's 2-1. Their one loss is to Central Phoenix City. Uh, pretty bad loss to start the season off. Can County go to Hewitt and do anything this week? Okay, well, here's the scenario. If they do, they're 2-0 in the region, 4-0 overall. Could that happen? Yes, it could. I just really think that Hewitt-Trustville – is going to be able to hold them off, especially playing at home. Um, I just think that that Josh Floyd's going to have them ready. They only lost to Central Phoenix City. It was a pretty bad beat, though, 49-24, so they doubled up on that. But they've hung 42 points two weeks in a row, once against Gadsden and once against Oak Mountain. So 84 points in seven days, that's hard to beat. I think Hewitt Trustful Rose. Yeah, I expect Hewitt to put the same kind of points up against County, but can their defense stop County? But uh, County actually coming in with a better record right now at 3-0. and But, um, you know, with as good as Spain Park is, obviously Vestavia playing really well, it's going to be a tough hill to climb for, t- for uh, County to make the playoffs. Elsewhere in 7A Region 3, Hoover. They are at Vestavia. We saw Vestavia last week. Uh, super close game. Vestavia easily could have won that game. You see a 21-3 score and think it was kind of a blowout. Not at all the case. Kind of scored late there for Thompson. Hoover struggled against Spain Park, a game that they typically have won and won easy enough. Uh, but they got to go to Vestavia. I'm leaning in Vestavia in this one. You know, this game, for this early in the year, to have this kind of impact on the last – game in October, so to speak, and where you'll be standing and who will make the playoffs. Can you imagine if Vestavia beats Hoover? I mean, that's going to put them with two region wins. One and one. One and one. Losing Thompson win. last week, yeah. That's right, because they lost time. The other two were big wins, but it wasn't region play. But then we're actually sitting here saying that Hoover would be right above Oak Mountain if you looked at the bracket right now. I just can't. Hardly see that. I think the Bucks come back. I agree with you. I think John Paul Head might be the difference in this game for, for Vestavia. I think the Rebels uh, put everything behind him. The defensive guy, and his name escapes Jordan me, Ross. Ross. He didn't have a good game against Thompson, but he's, you know, we've seen him play now. We know he can be an impact player. If he's an impact player against Hoover on defense, and John Paul Head has a good ball, ball game. I agree with you. Vestavia can easily win. Will they? I kind of tend to stick with Hoover on this one. And everybody saw the Thompson score said 21 3. Uh, oh, well, so they must have won pretty easily. You know, Vestavia only got a field goal. I'll say this number one, Vestavia drove down to inside the red zone twice, got stopped on fourth down. Uh, number two, I think Trent threw three interceptions in he that did. game. Had three um, picks. That 
that gave them plenty of opportunity. They had every opportunity in the world to win that game, just couldn't quite pull it out. Trent did have a couple of good touchdown passes, um, and the final touchdown was Zach Sims, the, uh, the backup coming in to run that one in. But, um, I mean, we were going to the fourth quarter. It was 7-3, to three, and I'm sitting there thinking, I mean, Vestavia is right. that close to winning this football game. And luckily for Thompson, they pulled it out. But, I mean, I'm sitting there thinking Vestavia – do not look at that score and think, ah, yeah, Thompson beat Vestavia. Right. Not at all. Vestavia, easily. If that game happened over again, you could flip those scores easily. I know. And not only was going in the fourth corner it being 7-3, to three, but Vestavia had the ball in good field position. Yeah. And they had it in good field position before then Well, as well. I think that uh, forward down, uh, stopping them on, the four, on downs was Thompson's biggest uh, accomplishment right there going in the fourth quarter I think it really helped him but you're right the last touchdown was was pretty easy but that touchdown to put him up 14 to 3 is what separated the game but that wasn't until late in the ball game yeah Thompson did a good job scheming away from Jordan Ross as well whichever side he was lined up on go away from him right. uh, he was a really 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 good player in that game just kind of uh try to keep the ball away as much as they possibly could. But very interested to see him play against Hoover coming up this week. And then Thompson is going to Spain Park this week. So they just flip opponents. Hoover gets Vestavia. Thompson gets Spain Park. Um, but, you know, the Jags will host this one. And it's been a blowout the last few years with Thompson and Spain Park. Can't imagine it will be the same, uh, you know, 52 to nothing kind of game this year. No, I can't either. I, I think that we, what well, we've been saying this, obviously we know Tim Bacacus is going to be a winner at Spain Park. Will it be this week? I personally hope not. I don't think they will. I think Thompson will go in there ready to play ball. I think they'll win again. Very similar to – it's going to be a very similar game to last week against Vestavia. I think it's going to be a tight ball game. However, I said this earlier about Sarah Land. I'll say this about Thompson. The depth in the fourth quarter with Thompson will probably be the difference in this game and should be one in the fourth quarter by Thompson. Yeah, death was definitely what helped him last week as well. So uh, Thompson at Spain Park, Thompson 2-0 in the season. They did have the cancellation against IMG, 1-0 in region play. Spain Park um, winning a couple games early on. They're 2-1. and They beat Briarwood and Calera, I believe, uh, non-region play, but they're 0-1 after falling to Hoover in a close one. Last week, we'll be calling that game. Uh, where can they watch that? Yeah, warriornationnetwork.org. If you have a subscription to the NFHS Network, you can click on the Watch tab and watch the game. If you don't, you just want to hear the radio broadcast. It'll be right there. Just click on the Listen tab, warriornationnetwork.org. All right, that's where we'll be. We'll be out at Spain Park. A lot of good games. I mentioned a lot of potential region-deciding games, and we're only in the third week, official week of the season, the fourth overall week of the season. But we'll see what happens this week. Of course, we'll have it all for you next week on Next Round Prep. Jerry Young, I'm John Lunsford. We'll see you next week.